The following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan originator. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic, how to profit from the pain, mortgage strategies, giving borrowers bragging rights. In this show, we're going to show you strategies home buyers and home uh, and borrowers are using to take advantage of our current market conditions. Call us today while we're live, March the 3rd. 2023 at 901-535-9732. <laughs> Tom King, our expert real estate appraiser, is back in the studio ready to share his insights on our real estate values in the Memphis and the Mid-South area. Tom, you have been in the appraisal business locally for over 40 years. You have ridden through several different housing cycles. You have been sharing your wisdom and insights right here on Real Estate Mortgage Shop for over 10 years. That's amazing. <laughs> Take a moment and introduce yourself to our new listeners and talk about what you do. All right. Well, Joe, I'm a second-generation appraiser. The name of my company is Bill King Company, named after my father, and I've kept it all those, all these years since I started working for him at a very young age, loading Coke machines in office buildings <laughs> and things like that. But uh, I do residential appraisals in Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County here in Tennessee, uh, mortgage loan relocation uh, uh, appraisals for attorneys uh, did one this week and uh, wow. yeah and uh, for you know probate or lawsuit or whatever you know it doesn't matter uh, divorce things like that so, I know these investors who pay cash love you <laughs> yeah yeah sometimes uh, someone must say you know I want to make sure I'm getting I'm, I'm doing due diligence with my money and they'll get an appraisal on an all cash loan. Uh, mm -hmm. A purchase or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do we contact you, Tom? Give, give me a call at 901-487-6989. Well, let's take a look at the markets. From I'm going to look at it now from the mortgage desk, the um, MBS Highway, Mortgage Backed Securities Highway, and some other crystal ball winning housing economists have said that we are not, not in a housing crisis. We are in an information crisis. Our housing market is making some normal corrections from the abnormal spike that it took during the pandemic. The focus of major news networks right now have been really on the high numbers from the jobs report and the Federal Reserve going up on their interest rates in order to cool the economy. This is just me talking, and I'm getting it from some of these other economists, but I think you're going to find that the jobs market, Tom, is not as hot as what it initially appears. When these other reports start coming out this coming Friday and on into May, we're going to see that. They changed their methodology a year ago on how they calculate that. And I think that's a, a reasonable example. You hear a lot of layoffs by major corporations like mm -hmm. Amazon and companies like that, too. Mm-hmm. So I think we're we're going to see a bit of a recession. I don't know to what degree, but I think we need to be prepared for that. At least a slowdown. A slowdown, right. And a lot of the um, housing economists are saying we're just seeing a normal correction in the housing market. It's not looking really bad right now. We have we still have a shortage of homes for sale, which is keeping those prices up. And the new homes are selling too. Maybe maybe not as the you know the concrete on the slab is is drying out, but uh, the new homes are selling. Right, 
and you know, mortgage rates are not tied to the Fed. So as we see inflation come down, bond markets uh, yields will come down, and the mortgage rates will come down with those bond yields normally. Now, um, let's take a lesson. We're going into a different market economy in 2023. They say we're going to see a bit of a downturn in just about everything. They say we're, everything is slowing down. That's uh, just normal from where we've been. But let's take a lesson from some iconic companies who rose to wealth and greatness during past economic downturns. Let's talk about J. Paul Getty, oil stocks and real estate oil tycoon. J. Paul Getty abided by a simple business formula that worked for him swimmingly, and it was this, buy when everyone else is selling and hold on until everyone else is buying. Or as another person said, buy when there's blood on the floor. You know? <laughs> I've heard it that way too, yeah. yeah. But uh, okay, so this the next ones are from Inc. Magazine, an Inc. Magazine article. Apple. Everybody knows Apple. In 1975 downturn and 2001, while Apple has been around since the 1970s, it transformed itself during the dot-com crash of the early 2000s and in the wake of of 9-11. And here is their motto. We believe in investing during downturns. Very much like John Paul, I mean, J. Paul Getty. All right, here's another one, MailChimp. How many people are listening to us that use MailChimp, that free service that you can send out emails to your database? Well, 2001, during that downturn, MailChimp was initially focused on large corporate clients with yearly retainers. But when that Great Recession hit uh, back in 2008 even, uh, MailChimp was forced to pivot its business model. And it it decided to add uh, business for individuals in 2009, and within a year and after 2009, its user base had ballooned from about 85,000 to 450,000. Wow. wow, that's amazing! And of course, they they make money. You know, they sell ads and stuff on their their platforms. Here's another one: Airbnb, 2008 during the Great Recession. Uh, in 2007, uh, it started. People could not afford these high end hotels, so individuals started putting out uh, air mattresses and fixing up the extra room and renting those out. Well, Airbnb industry, And they bought houses just for that, too. They did. That's true, Tom. Well, Airbnb revamped the market of short-term living quarters for those who were priced out by hotels. Wow. Well, the winners in these economic downturns are those who took note of the economic situations that today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, Tom King and I are taking note. We're showing you the notes for where we are. Instead of pulling back like other competing companies were doing, these winners of uh, these winners we just covered, they took risk, they invested, and they rose to wealth when the economy appeared to be in a slump. Well, later in the show, you're going to get a front row seat to see how people are moving forward while the path is open to buy a home they really want, and even get the sellers in some cases to help them with their closing cost. Others are getting out from under escalating variable rate interest rate, like uh, interest rates like their home equity lines, credit cards, and refinancing locking into one fixed rate mortgage. But what do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, 
Let's do, do it, it today. today. That's right. And I can make it easy for you on your home purchase and refinance. Connect with me at jogarner.com. Well, we've got a couple or three minutes here, Tom. Uh, you're our real estate appraisal expert. What do you see happening right now in our local real estate market with our values? Well, my volume has gone down. I'm not doing the apprais- the number of appraisals that I have been doing. So that indicates to me that there is a slowdown. However, sales are still out there. Uh, as far as I know, values have uh, remained steady. And uh, believe it or not, the foreclosures, I don't think, have hit the market. I've, I appraise in every area of, the, of town, and I just don't see the foreclosures out there that I was, quite frankly, was expecting. Uh-huh. So uh, that's one few of the things going on. Also, uh, buyers... Uh, when they when they uh, do a contract or write up a contract, they're asking for sellers for assistance. In uh-huh. other words, seller concessions is what we call them. And what that means is that uh, they're asking the seller to pay uh, one, two, three, even four percent of the sales price for their uh, closing cost, right. prepays, taxes and insurance, uh, yeah, and stuff. things uh-huh. things like that. So uh, we didn't see that at all in the pandemic. Hardly no, in all. fact, they were reverse, I believe. You know, the, the, the buyer would would actually pay for some of the seller's costs. Yeah, that's true. You know? And so, paying way over the sales price, uh, the yeah, listing price. I'm, I'm not seeing the uh, bid wars, so to speak. Right. Uh, they may be selling right at list price. I think agents are pricing uh, homes more effectively. You see mm-hmm. a few price reductions every now and then, but overall, you're right. the The market is has uh, remained steady, uh, right. and I think f- f- this is typically a slow time uh, during the winter months. And uh, hey, March is here, and we're going to have uh, uh, warmer temperatures and and a hotter market coming up. Well, you're absolutely right, Tom. This is kind of traditionally a slower time for sales in January, February. The word to the wise, though, if you want to get ahead of the pack, the spring, you know, there's going to be a spring buying crush, you know, where people go out and they start looking for houses. That's the busiest time for home purchases is around April or May through September because people want to get where they want to go before the winter. But if you want to get ahead of the pack, this weekend is the weekend to start. Get That's with right. your realtor. Call me first, and I can get you pre-approved. We'll make it easy for you. you connect with me at jogarner.com, 901-482-0354. We're going to be hearing more from Tom King. When we come back, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I am your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Real Estate Mortgage Shop provides general information, not an offer to lend. Joe Garner Talk Shop Real Estate Mortgage Shop does not endorse 100% of the information covered on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Consult with your certified advisors before acting on any information given on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Joe Garner is a licensed mortgage loan officer in MLS 757308. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Pat Goldstein, realtor with Crylight. I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop in Memphis and North Mississippi. We bought a house on the street with a bar. Kind of settling down, yeah. 
We bought a house. Hey, I love to hear that when people call. (laughs) You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan originator. I would love to be your loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Call me, text me, 901-482-0354. Today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're talking about profit from the pain Mortgage Strategies, Giving Borrowers Bragging Rights. And today is March the 3rd, 2023. In the studio, we have Tom King, and he is our expert real estate appraiser. And uh, Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989, and it's March 4th. Is it March 4th? Did I say 3rd? I'm a day behind and a dollar short today. I'm so glad you made that correction. It is March 4th. Yeah, we are live. (laughs) We are live. It's March 4th. Okay, so now we're going to do something we like to do. You know, every now and then we do the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. Our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you by notable Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle. You can connect with him at jimmyogle.com. And uh, our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you uh, plan your landscaping if you have a big, big project or a smaller project or if you want to do the big one in phases. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card. To the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to the trivia question, call us at 901-535-9732. And I tell you what, get your fingers ready because I think this might be an easy one. (laughs) All right. I'm known as the Versailles of American Agricultural Technology. I opened in 1985. Who am I? And here's a hint. A part of my funding came from the 1982 Memphis Jobs Conference by the state of Tennessee. And here's the kicker right here. The Shelby Showplace Arena was opened as my neighbor in 1986. Mm, we're getting close. Who, who am I? <laughs> what else have you got here? Oh, my legacy, the Shelby County Penal Farm, was a model farm in the middle 20th century who am i it's a place it's a place i'm sure the phones are ringing now (laughs) if you know the answer give us a call at 901-535-9732 all right while we're waiting on our winner uh let's go back and talk about about values you know you were talking about was what was going on and you said that we're not seeing huge drops in value in the mid-south at all but uh you were talking about it is sort of normalizing a little bit. It's not quite, it's not near as competitive. You don't have 30 people sitting outside the house waiting to make a bid on the house. That's right. And, uh, you know, on every appraisal I do, we analyze the values from seven to 12 months ago, uh, three three to six months ago, mm-hmm. and the current one to three months. Mm-hmm. And we'll get a median sales price for all of those. And pretty much all of that has been real stable. Now, one thing I've been seeing a little bit uh we also look at list to sales price ratio Mm -hmm. what that means is if it's sell if it's listed for a hundred thousand and sells for 103 that'd be a hundred and three percent if it sells for 97 it'd be a 97 percent and so uh i know numbers are tough on the air but six to 12 months ago it might be a hundred and five percent three to six months ago it could be like a hundred percent and now it may be like 98 percent and those are rough numbers but you're starting to see uh, 
properties list you know selling for a little bit less than list price, but not a whole lot. And you know, I, I think the uh, real estate agents have caught on to that. And what they're doing is they're doing a much better job of pricing their real estate. Right, right. And they're uh, uh, it's selling in instead of like 30 hours, maybe 25, 30 days or something mm-hmm. like that, which is mm-hmm. pretty good. That's normal. You know, yeah, that's, <laughs> you, know, every, you know, everyone would take that in what we call, what some people would call a, a mild recession. Uh, some people call it that. Some people don't. But anyway, uh, the market has, uh, you know, stabled out. It has. It is stabling out. Um, what happens, Tom, if we're trying to buy a house and it comes in lower than the sales price. What can we do uh, to properly contest an appraisal? Let's talk about the firewall. Let's talk about the procedure, how to properly contest a low appraisal. All right. Well, let's let's go into the firewall for a little bit. Sure. Uh, you know, our listeners may be saying, well, you know, Joe's in the, the catbird seat of uh, uh, getting uh, – you know, having Tom King there as his her appraiser and all that good stuff, that does not happen. Right. We can't do it. Yeah. We we don't do business with each other for the mere purpose of we don't want any appearance of impropriety. So uh, that's the firewall. The other thing is uh, when you're talking about uh, appealing your appraisal, and I had this happen just yesterday, that uh, the the homeowner, the agent – Called me up and said, "Hey, you know what's the deal here? I can't, I can't appeal the appraisal until the mortgage company gives me permission to." Right. So talking to me does little or no good at all. Uh, the best thing you could do is uh, get a list of sales, go to your mortgage company, and uh, provide those sales, and then they put them in the system. They go through the firewall, so to speak, right, right. to get to me. I can't on some appraisals. If I see a mistake after I've sent it, that door closes and I can't even correct my mistake. And then sometimes I have to call the mortgage company or call call the appraisal management company and say, hey, listen, I said, we made a mistake on this thing. Can you open the door for us to send it back? So, uh, you know, just anything like that, there's – there's a locked door once it goes right once it gets sent, so and, to speak. And from the mortgage desk, we look at it and we talk with the realtors. Realtors are wonderful resources when this happens because they know pretty much how much real square footage is in there. And if an appraiser makes a mistake and he's missed uh, some of the heated space, then that's going to greatly affect the. Um, the the value that we get but a realtor can be real quick to say hey wait a minute uh, but remember they added on the sunroom and it's heated space it's directly that's, that's accessible right. from the house uh they didn't measure it right or whatever or maybe they used a bad comp maybe the comparable sale that they used it would have been another one that could have been more appropriate so what happens is the borrower writes a letter they get help of course from the realtor with this got the stats they write a letter or I say, right, you know, we're going to email everything, but uh, they send it to me and I send it to the appraisal, uh, the appointed appraisal ordering company, the, that third that's party, the firewall. that's the firewall, the, the appraisal ordering company then sends that message to you, Tom, if you're, if you're the one who did an appraisal, then the, that message would come from the originator to the third party appraisal ordering company to you. That's right. That's right. And uh, I did one last couple of weeks. And this was like a 66, 
hundred square foot house, a very big home, and uh, the sales that were submitted to me were like uh, four thousand, forty five hundred square feet, and that's just not comparable. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we do instead of searching price range, which is not done anymore, we search square footage. Right. So in every appraisal that I do, we said. There were this many sales within a square footage range of, in this case, like 5,000 to 7,000 square feet. So that's my search area, and it gives me all the homes, and then I try to pick the sales that are best and not search uh, according to sales price per se. Let's talk about square footage, uh, qualified uh, square footage, because there are some people who have basements that are finished out to uh, to – pristine condition but what happens on that how, right. do, how are right. you supposed I was, to take I was in a house that? yesterday and I'm not going to be too specific but uh, it had a house the main house and then you walk through the carport to get to what used to be a storage room where you had to go through the carport to get from the storage room and to the, the house. the carport is not heated space. The car- carport is not heated. It's totally open mm-hmm. and there was a little uh, room there with a bathroom and a sink. Mm-hmm. And I told the, the seller, I said, you know, this is this is not really an in-law suite, and I can't include that in, in square footage. I can include it in value, but not square footage because right. there's a – I'm going to get technical here. There's an ANSI. I, don't, I forgot what it means, but it's the written standard by which all appraisals are you are are geared for square footage. Uh-huh. So we have to use that ANSI standard. To do that, so it's not this this little area didn't even have a range or a stove, so it's it couldn't be called an in law suite because right. you can't cook in it. Right. And uh, I've that's one of the things. Now a basement. So it didn't count for it, it total it, square footage. It just counted as uh, maybe a little bit extra on the value, but nothing like if it had been attached to the house that's and you right. could walk straight from the that's right. heated space to heated heated space. Yeah. Now, the other thing is a heated area above grade is what it says. And if you look on the appraisal form, it says heated area above grade. And so what that means is, and especially on these lake houses where um, you enter on the first floor right. and the, the lot slopes toward the lake or uh-huh. any lot that slopes down, if that if you enter on the first floor and go down, that bottom level, no matter how it's finished, is considered a basement if if you can't open a door on all four sides, what I tell people, that's considered a basement area. So right. that that is not included in square footage in the square footage line wow. or the room count, but it is included in the appraisal on the basement line. It's it's a different line item. It doesn't so give to you speak. the full value of heated space though on the basement. That, you're, you're not getting the same amount of dollar dollar value as you would get well, above grade. If you grade. can find sales that that support it yes okay if you can't, yeah, yeah if you can't that's that's a, a different kind of ball game good point tom i'm glad you brought that out so a lot of people have that so i'm glad we're listening you're listening to real estate mortgage shop i'm your host joe garner i'm a mortgage loan originator i'd love to be on your mortgage journey whether you're in the mid-south memphis or whether you're anywhere else i would love to be on that journey with you if you're buying a home refinancing i can make it easy for you just give me a call, give me a text, 901-482-0354. You can also find me at jogarner.com. We've got Tom King in the house, and you may have a house you're thinking about selling, refinancing, and you're thinking, 
hey, I wonder if this square footage is going to work. You may want to give Tom a call and just ask him, Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. And a lot of times that square footage that was 15 or 20 years old is no good. (laughs) All right. You need to give Tom a call. Okay. We're talking about profit from pain, mortgage strategies, giving borrowers bragging rights. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. You're listening to mortgage expert Joe Gardner, author of Choosing the Best Mortgage, The Quickest Way to the Life You Want, and with a golden nugget from the book. Now, you can order Joe's book at jogardner.com. Joe, if somebody is self-employed, can you show them how to get more qualified income for their loan? Absolutely. A good mortgage officer, we know how to start at the back of the tax return and move forward We know what expenses are in there that we can add back to the income for qualifying purposes. Order the book today. You'll be glad you did. Hey, I'm business consultant Tim Flessner with Business Management Solutions in Metro Memphis. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Down home. Hey, put a little down payment on a house. And that's the key. You can put a little one down. You can get in for very little down these days. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan originator. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. We can talk about your scenario, explore some options. We'll make it easy for you. In the studio, we've got Tom King, and he's our expert real estate appraiser. Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. All right. So we're talking about profit from the pain, mortgage strategies, giving borrowers bragging rights. We're going to take a moment, though. We have a winner to our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. We have Susan. And uh, Susan, congratulations for winning the $25 gift card that John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape is going to send to you. And what is our answer? The Agri Center. All right. right. How did you know? Which one gave you the, the clue? The winning clue. Oh, they were, they were both very good clues. Um, no, they're both good clues. Uh, probably the Showplace Arena gave it away, didn't they? That may have been it. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of good memories I, out there. I, I live very close to the Agri Center, the Big Red Barn, Butcher Shop. Oh yeah, I can I can see it from my office. I'd love to head down to the butcher shop on Fridays for that hamburger lunch and meet everybody. I think half the city turns out there. And then, of course, the rodeos and the fair and all the stuff that goes on at the Ag Center. That's right. Yeah, we got to have lunch. We do. All right. Well, Susan, thank you for calling Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Congratulations. You're welcome. uh, You're welcome. Thank you. We'll connect with you again. Thank you so much. All right, so let's go back. We are talking about profit from pain, mortgage strategies, giving borrowers bragging rights. And, Tom, um, there's uh, so many different ways to truly get bragging rights in this market because we're seeing a little bit of a correction in the pricing because rates have gone up. Instead of sitting back, remember what we talked about in the first part of the show, we talked about the people and the companies who have just become 
gloriously rich and wealthy during downturns because they moved forward. They found their niche. They moved forward. They used that, those factors uh, for making money. Here's an example. I want to talk about a client. I'm going to change his name a little bit about the details. But Lincoln Levitson, he was in his 30s, and his friends always said he had a good business head on his shoulders. Lincoln had purchased a home when he was much younger, but now <clears throat> he wanted to move up to a higher-priced home. He said, this next house will be my home, but I want it to bring me a good return on my money one day, too. And when Lincoln called me, he had found a home with a few acres out in an area that Lincoln believed would be growing uh, very fast within the next three years. And the mortgage rate today was higher, of course, than the rate on his old home. The advantage to the higher rate, though, for Lincoln was that he didn't have to wait in line behind 15 other people trying to compete against him on the house. There just wasn't the competition that he had experienced. Just like we've been talking about earlier. Exactly. And he knew he had to make his best offer to the seller, but he didn't have to make an insanely high offer. (laughs) What's the principal and interest payment going to be? He asked me over the phone. He explained to me, he said, Joe, I don't care what the rate is. I just want to own the house. I can afford the payment now. And one day, if these rates come down again, I can refinance it. I plan to enjoy living in this house for the next few years while the values go up. And one day, I'm going to sell it for a big payday. Well, Lincoln Levitt was thinking about his long-term strategy game plan. He would enjoy living in the upscale home, and he would enjoy watching that value go up. And, you know, Joe, even if the values are stable, you're still paying off that loan during that time. Right, right. Instead of paying the landlord's mortgage, you're paying yours. You're building equity for yourself. I know people say sometimes, well, what if the values go down? Tom, since 1967 all the way up till now, values have gone up 860-something percent in, in real estate. I mean, if it goes down a little bit, are you still living in the house? Just keep the house until it goes back up. You know, it's going to go back up again if history plays out. You're going to make money one day. I want to share another tool that has become very, very popular right now in this market. With the rates having gone up two or three points in a year, uh, some people got priced out of the homes that they wanted. But these are people whose incomes have also been going up on their jobs. I want to talk about Jerry Lynn Dancy. Help, the higher mortgage rate is a bit daunting, she said. (laughs) Derry Lynn was a young woman on a mission to win in life. And one day she knew she would get her own, uh, get on track. You know, she was going to get on track to stop wasting money renting. She was going to put her monthly shelter costs toward owning her own home. And last year, the challenge was finding the house that she really liked. Every time she'd find one and make an offer, somebody would swoop in (laughs) and make a higher offer and beat her out of it. So she just lost to competitors every single time. Well, this year, the mortgage rates had gone up a few points higher than last year. And uh, in the mid-$200,000 price range, the payment was over $400 a month higher than what it would have been last year. But she had a better chance of getting the seller to accept her offer. So she said, you know what, I'm going to play my strategy this way. So she, um, we're in her professional job where she worked, her income was going up each year. If she could just get the payment down for the first couple of years, she could enjoy owning a house a lot more. So what was the answer for Derry Lynn? 
It's the two-one buy-down strategy. Now, what's that? Yeah, that's what everybody calls, and I know you know what it is, Tom. But that's what people call <laughs> well, and ask me. Explain it to everybody. Else. What is a two-one buy-down? Well, what happens is, let's say the rate is, and I'm just making these numbers up, okay? Let's say it's seven uh, percent, the market rate. Okay. Well, the first year you get to pay the mortgage as if the rate is five percent, two points below whatever the market is. The next year it's six percent. It's one point below, hence two, one, buy down. Now, how much does this cost? This is probably, if you're getting a home in around two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand, it's probably going to cost about $6,000, give or take, because somebody has to pay the difference between what the market rate is going to be on that loan and that two points below the and, first year and, and one point us, below the second year. And that gets us into some of those seller concessions that we're talking about. Exactly, Tom. That gets us into, that's called, a, and sellers will pay it in some cases. If you pay them, you know, enough for the house, they're going to help you with that in some cases, not every case. But the 2-1 buy-down is a perfect example of what would help somebody like Derry Lynn. And Derry Lynn's realtor was able to negotiate the seller to pay that for them. And she saved several hundred, I mean, few hundred dollars a month on her payment the first year and a little bit, a little bit the second year. She said, you know what, I can afford the higher payment on the third year. I just don't want to have to afford it. (laughs) And I'm hoping she said that she said, I'm hoping the rates will come down between now and then we can just refinance this and be done with it. But that was her strategy to get in the house she wanted and enjoy making the payment. That's right. That's right. And Joe, one of the things I'm seeing is uh, people refinancing now. And although I don't have any information on, you know, their uh, financial situation or anything, I just do the appraisal. I'm not allowed to see any of that. Uh, I can only assume that some people might be consolidating debt or something like that. What are you seeing? Because you actually talk to them. Uh, That's the big one right now is cash out refinances. And it's because and I want to share a story to, to explain this to 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 our listeners I want to tell a story about Joni Jarrettson. She's refinanced to fix to a fixed rate to stop the rising credit line payments. Well, you know, mortgage rates are not tied to the Fed rate, but the Fed rate is directly tied to your home equity lines of credit that have variable rates and your credit card variable rate debt. If you haven't noticed, if you haven't checked lately, you're paying more on interest for these. And I would, um, I'm going to share this story about Joni Jarrettson. She was happily retired before her husband passed away several years ago. They had paid off their home, but they had some unexpected setbacks occur in their family and they needed a quick solution. At the time, this was a few years ago, interest rates on home equity lines of credit were really low and there was almost no closing cost. So the Jarrettsons took out a fairly large equity line of credit on their house. That's the only loan they had on it. Well, Ms. Jarrettson's husband passed away. She could still afford the payment on the equity line, and she even paid a, a several hundred extra dollars per month so she could try to get it paid off before, it was, before that term was going to expire. Without warning, last year the Federal Reserve started hiking their rates time after time after time, and And they're saying they're going to continue to do that into the current year. Well, each time the Fed went up, the bank notified Ms. Jarrettson that the interest and payments were increasing on her equity line. She's on a fixed income. 
when she called me, she said, hey, Joe, I need to cap this credit line payment with a fixed rate loan. My fixed income is just not enough to keep up with these hikes on these interest costs. I sent her the estimate for the refinance. We, we re, were refinancing that equity line into a fixed rate loan, and she's saving almost 15% of her income on money that she's now going to have to pay for her equity line. It is cutting her cost by 15% of her income, and you know, she that's is amazing. so happy. That she can make can the difference between having your house and <laughs> you know having the foreclosure man come up. That's right. Well, you know what? We're going to take a break, but you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator. Connect with me at jogarner.com. And today we are talking about pain. Uh, we're talking about profit from the pain. And we're talking about strategies that borrowers use to get bragging rights. When we come back, we're going to be hearing more from Tom King. I'll be sharing some more. And connect with us at jogarner.com. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Mark McLaurin at Refrigeration Unlimited in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right, make this place your home, build your wealth. Today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're talking about profit from the pain, mortgage strategies, giving borrowers bragging rights. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan originator. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. I can make the home purchase or the refinance process easy for you. You'll have some bragging rights at the end of the day. And uh, you call me, text me, 901-482-0354. In the studio, we have our real estate appraising expert, Tom King. And Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We're going to do something we like to do every week. Real estate tip of the week. And Tom, I believe you have a real estate tip of the week. Well, Joe, we're talk- we talked about appeals earlier, and I'd like to dive into that sure. for just a little bit more. Uh-huh. If you're trying to appeal your value, uh, don't go strictly by like dollars per square foot. I know that's a language that a lot of agents use. But if you're if you've got a five thousand square foot house and uh, that's selling for one fifty a square foot, so to speak, and you you find the and the appraisal comes in low, and you've got a three thousand square foot house you want to submit as a sale that sold for like one seventy five a square foot. That doesn't work, right? Because they're not comparable homes. I know it's it's not. There's not a magic number, is what I'm saying. Right. And uh, just just because one house that's half the size sold at the price per square foot that you want to that yours your house did does not make it a good sale. Stick to that square footage range. And, the square, uh, not the dollar per square foot, but the actual actual size of the house, square foot uh, house, and you also go by amen- some amenities like number of bedrooms and baths, and if it has a pool or not, or things like garage versus a carport. That's right, that's right. And if you're in an area where there are no pools and your house has a pool, that could be considered like an over improvement, and you're not going to get as much money for it as you did would. If there were some sales out there with pools or well, keep, same with an in-law suite or things like that. Keep all of that 
all of that in mind. Uh, I want to, I've got a tip too. I want to tell people that some good news that's actually happened in the FHA, that's your big government loan where it's small amount down, low, low down payment money. They're very uh, uh, forgiving on credit and things like that. It's FHA is what it's called. Uh, they have this insurance fund because you pay an upfront mortgage insurance premium when you use their loan, and you also pay a little monthly fee when you use an FHA loan. Well, because there hasn't been a whole lot of foreclosures, there hasn't been all of that, their fund has gotten really big. It's gotten it's too big. Gotten way too big, and they have to they have to give some of that back. So what they're doing is they've just lowered their mortgage their monthly mortgage insurance premium from 0.85% down to 0.55% per month, effective on case numbers ordered March 20th and after. Well, let me just let me just kind of draw a picture for you what this looks like. If you're getting a $200,000 FHA loan, earlier, before this change, you would have paid about $1,700 a year in monthly FHA mortgage insurance premium the first year. Of course, that mortgage insurance premium reduces as the balance reduces. But the first year, it's $1,700 you would have paid. But after they make this change, let's say you're the same borrower, same loan amount, $200,000. Now, you're, if you get your case number ordered by the mortgage company on March 20th or after 2023, you would only pay 1100 a year for your monthly mortgage insurance. About uh, You're going to save about 600 a year. And then that's $50 a month. And sometimes $50 a month is the difference between somebody qualifying for a loan and not. So that is some very good news hey, coming out. It's, it's better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. There's all kinds of solutions. You just have to pick up the phone and call. If you're short on funds to close, if you are, if you're, you don't think you have enough qualified income, uh, just if you've got a few questions about credit, call me, uh, text me, reach out to me, 901-482-0354. But and Tom, you might be able to find money that they didn't know. That's right. I can find money you didn't know you had. I've done <laughs> it before and do it again. We gotta, we're going to recognize our sponsors. You know, the biggest sponsor we have is TalkShop, and TalkShop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business or in health and wellness. They have an event every Wednesday morning, 9 o'clock Central, over at Concord Career College. How much does it cost? Zero. You can come for free, Tom. You can come for free. And Lynn McDonald of Aaron McDonald Insurance Agency even makes the coffee, and we fill that room up sometimes. But it's over at Concord Career College, 5100 Poplar Avenue, first floor. In Memphis, it's the Clark Tower. You can also join us on Zoom. Just go to Talk Shop, that's Talk S H O P P E dot com, and click on the events tab. You'll see the Zoom link there. March 8th, 2023, we're talking about artificial intelligence and your business. It's free. Some artificial intelligence services are free. We're going to be hearing that about that from Susan David with Web and StoryMedic.com. We want to thank some of Talk Shop's sponsors, Brett Carter of Service Master by Cornerstone. If you have a fire, flood, or biohazard at your home or office, don't go it alone. Call Brett Carter of Service Master by Cornerstone, 901-832-6005. Thank you to Vincent Demps of MasterCheck, that's Master C-H-E-K, for your contributions to Talk Shop in our business community. Vincent Demps offers detective and investigative services, background checks, cybersecurity, 
and more for your business, connect with Vincent Demps at vincentdemps2masterchek.com. Subscribe. You'll get a real estate mortgage shop every week in your email box. You can do that by going to jogarner.com. We want to remind you on Real Estate Mortgage Shop to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do, do it, it today. today. I've got a quick, a couple quick quotes here, Tom. Uh, one is from Ann Landers. Bragging is not an attractive trait. But, let's be honest, a man who catches a big fish doesn't go home through an alley. <laughs> really, <laughs> right? Uh, Warren Buffett says, investing is laying out money now to get more money back in the future. Great wisdom there. That's right. That's right. You know, it reminds me of a little joke I heard. I said, you know, everyone like may go to a casino and say, hey, I won this much. But no one ever says, hey, I went to the casino like that last night and lost $3,000. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no one ever brags about that. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'll tell you what, investing in real estate has been the best investment I have ever That's better ever than casino. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, your odds are all a lot better buying real estate. If you buy it right, you need a team of people that will help you avoid the pitfalls. You need a good realtor, a good loan officer. I'd like to sign up for the job as a loan officer. And they need a good, you know, good team like that. But those two people right there can connect you to the right people. Now, if you're paying cash, you don't need a mortgage. You need to call Tom King. How do we contact you, Tom? Give, give me a call at 901-487-6989. And a lot of mortgage companies use you. But listen, we have enjoyed hanging out with you guys on Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. You can connect with us at jogarner.com. This podcast and show notes and pictures and all will be posted on jogarner.com on Monday. Let us hear from you. I'm Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer, 901-482-0354. And Tom's giving you his number. We'll see you guys back. (laughs) There's the music taking us out. (laughs) Next Saturday. Bye.